0: wake up this is not a dream and
1: that (laughs) That is how you say this is not a dream in English (laughs) because we're not doing a different language anymore no we're not I just decided (laughs) not to because I was like I was listening to our old
0: episode and I was like I don't like it I just straight up don't like it so we're not doing it anymore so here we are yep this is not a dream that's Heather that is Joy right over there. And guess what tomorrow is? Tomorrow, well, tomorrow when we're recording this podcast. So yeah.
1: Saturday. January 26th. Is Joy's birthday. It's not an important day. Oh, it's it's my birthday. It's Joy's birthday. Hi. She's turning 45. I'm going to be 46. Oh, wow. Oh. You look great. The you're golden 46. number. You look great. Someone's going to legit think I'm 46 <laughs> if they haven't like seen our faces. No, you're turning 23, right? Yeah, and yeah. no one likes you when you're 23.
0: Oh my god, that's so good. I remember <laughs> when I turned 23 and I sang that. Right? I
1: did. It did. I love Nobody it. No one likes you when you're
0: 23. <laughs> I don't know the words. I don't remember how. I not know that the order. one part.
1: blink 182.
0: I'm pretty sure that's not in the song, Joy.
1: No, I was saying with the band. Oh, you know I what? I know, I know. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm done. So I
0: have... Quite the unsolved case oh, for you shit. today. It's I'm very unsolved. excited about it because it I was really like deep into the research on this because I was for some reason, there was a lot of like small details that I just kept looking and looking because it wasn't making sense to me. certain things. Mm. Certain sources were saying one thing, another source was saying it was called uh, the club was called a different name. And I'm like, Wait. So did they leave this club, or was it a different one? Or was he four miles away? Was it? I was just. It was frustrating. But I think I got it straight. Oh,
1: okay. I'm excited. But yeah, it's it's.
0: I don't know if you know it. I feel like you probably do. Uh But it's pretty recent. It happened in 2015. Oh. Um, So I might know it. Yeah. So here we go. We're just gonna like. You hear that? You hear that? That was, me cracking that my that was ac-
1: and also me scratching my leg. Oh my god. Dang. That was really bad. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. ASMR. All here right. we are.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine ASMR where you're just cracking just your whole body into a my Oh okay? Uh. All right, here we go. So we're going right in. <clears throat> Henry McCabe was a 32-year-old Liberian immigrant living in Moundsview, Minnesota. He worked as an auditor for the Minnesota Department of Revenue. He had a wife, Karen McCabe, or Kareen McCabe, I'm sure it's probably pronounced, actually, <laughs> um, and two young daughters. Here's just a little side note about the two young daughters, which I it's it's the weirdest thing, because mm-hmm. in one source, it said that his daughters were 10 and 18 months old. Okay, so like a little petite BB. <laughs> and then a 10-year-old. And then, like... Wait,
1: 10 and 18 months old, that wouldn't even work. Why? Because you have to be nine months pregnant. Wait, wait. 10? Oh, 10! I was thinking 10 months and 18 months. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can we not... (laughs) Wait, so a baby can never be 10 10 months old? Wait, do you...
0: What are you talking no, about? I
1: thought I thought it was a ten month old baby and an eighteen month old oh, baby. Oh, I, I okay. Like, Wait, that doesn't okay. make sense.
0: I see what you you're guys. saying. Oh my god, joy. <laughs> god, <laughs> carry on. So no, so so one source was like, okay, ten year old, like <laughs> b- like child, yeah, and then an eighteen year old BB. All right, but then later on there are pictures and it was like you can see Henry's two daughters here and they were both like nine and ten years old. I was like, what is happening right now? And I never figured out what was going on with that.
1: Maybe it was like 180 months old, and it was just a nine-year-old. <laughs> I didn't do the math on that. You guys don't look at it.
0: Anyway, that was just a random side note I wanted to throw out there, because I was like, what's happening with this case? That's oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Chocolate frosting on my wrist. She made cupcakes, and they're beautiful. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm a mess. That's fine. So he had a
0: wife, Kareen McCabe, two daughters. Um, he was known for being a very loving father and an all-around great guy. He played on the local soccer team, the East Coast Stars, mm. and enjoyed having intellectual conversations. He was known to share his lunch at work and was active in the local community. His family and friends had only really great things to say about him. So just a in general, like awesome guy, stand-up guy. And Joy is cracking the hell up <laughs> right you now. Did you not notice? I did. John just came in and then his slinked face. back out. What did his he do?
1: Face. He was like Why?
0: <laughs> I swear to God. So John just peeked his head in here for no reason, but I I stayed professional and ignored it. I was laughing. <laughs> I didn't I didn't notice it.
1: <clears> Hurry <throat> on.
0: <clears throat> okay, so on September 6th, here we go. September six, two thousand fifteen, mm-hmm. Kareen and their two daughters were out of town in California visiting her family. Uh, apparently, her family was her mom was not in good health, and so they're out there oh, kind of like taking care of her. Yeah. So I think that they had been out there for quite some time. They never really specified, but it wasn't just like an overnight thing. It was like they'd been there for a bit. Mm-hmm. So Henry had been by himself, just hanging out. I could think, he for, not go,
1: or was he? He had hard? work. Oh, okay. He, he like, like he
0: couldn't take off that much work time. Yeah, through. that
1: makes sense. Yeah.
0: Because um, he he had like he had a government job a pretty like nice secure yeah. job that he should have you know stayed at so they're out of town he decided to visit a local bar slash club some places call it a club but I looked it up on Yelp it is definitely more of like a dive bar not a club oh. um, it's called Pavlitsky's or people local people called it POV's or POV's, Um in Spring Lake Park Minnesota. He went there with his two friends, William Kennedy and Calvin Johnson. So while there, it was said that Henry got absolutely trashed out of his mind, drunk, to the point where Calvin actually took his wallet so he wouldn't be able to buy any more alcohol. He was like, bro, listen, take it. Let me just give it to me. Literally didn't even allow him to have his own wallet, which I guess it's a good friend. It's good that they did that. I was like, bravo, that's awesome. So like I was saying, there are a lot of different Tiny details, but from what I could gather, it looks like Henry did not drive himself there, but that he rode with William okay. to the bar, and then Calvin met them there. So it was like Calvin in his own car, William that drove himself and Henry. Um, at about one forty a.m., right before the bar closed, the three friends decided to head out. William and Henry left together, which is presumably how they arrived, mm-hmm. in William's car, and Calvin left on his own. Calvin still had Henry's wallet with the three friends said their goodbyes. Henry told William that he wanted to be dropped off at a Super America gas station in the nearby town of Fridley, even though it was a couple miles in the opposite direction of his home. William said he had offered to drive him home instead, but Henry insisted that he wanted to be dropped Uh off at the gas station. Calvin later said that he had overheard William offering to drive Henry home, but that Henry really was insisting to be dropped off at that gas station.
1: Okay, good. I was like,
0: yeah, no, it wasn't just fishy. There was, uh, yeah, at least the two guys were saying like, hey, yeah, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Like,
1: this isn't going to be another no. Skyler niece, right? No. We'll get, okay. <laughs> will okay. we'll,
0: we'll get into this. This is. There's a lot of. Ask your questions when you have them, though, but, but mm-hmm. you will have questions. I'm sure you're going to be like, the hell? And there is a lot of the hells going right. on with this story. So, Williams stated that he dropped Henry off at the gas station around 2 a.m. At 2.23 a.m., Kareen McCabe in California received what she described as a pocket dial from Henry, where he sounded like he was screaming in pain and saying that he had been shot. So that must be
1: take... a very coincidental pocket dial. Yeah, the, that was, uh,
0: it's the weirdest thing, because in her own words, she describes it as a pocket dial, but I was like, "Does if he was shot and saying, I got shot, doesn't that sound like he probably purposely meant to call yeah. you and say that? He's like, Kareem, please help. She's like, oh, he just pocket dialed <laughs> me. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure he meant to call you. Um, but I have here the audio of this call. Because what happened is, and again, I spent...
1: How did it get recorded? Listen,
0: I spent most of my time researching on this specific point because I was so confused by it. I was wondering, I was like, how did it get recorded? Sure. It was a voicemail that was recorded. So there are two different uh, possibilities, I guess, you Uh could say, of how this happened. So the one that seems like is the one that happened is that He called or pocket dialed, quote unquote, Mm Kareen, and then when she was like, "Oh, something's wrong, something's wrong with him," you know, she three way called his brother, and when they called his brother, that went to voicemail, and it picked up Henry's, you know, voice and everything on that voicemail recording.
1: Okay, that kind of makes I think that's what
0: happened, but there's also a different source that said that he called Kareen. And was like screaming, saying he got shot and everything, and then the call ended. And then he called his brother, and it went to voicemail. So it was one of those two. But either way, the recording was
1: left on his brother's voicemail. Mm-hmm. That's how it got recorded. So that recording is. I wonder if he tried to call her and she like was like, oh, it's a and then he's like, okay, I'll just call my brother then. <laughs> She's like, you're drunk. And then he and then he just doesn't pick up, and he's like, God damn it! Oh
0: my gosh, no! This <laughs> poor guy. Um, I'm so. No, I this this voicemail is horrifying, and oh, that's I like, feel like such a dick. The main reason why I wanted to do this case is because, and the main reason why everyone was so interested in this case, I guess I should say, mm-hmm. because I feel like there's lots of cases where somebody, you know, go let's uh, let's just say people go out and then mm-hmm. they go missing. There's lots of cases like that, just multiple ones, but there's certain ones that get more traction, and I feel like this one. It does not surprise me that it's one because this voicemail is like unlike anything I've ever heard in my life. It's uh, the more I listen to it, the more confused I get by it. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna play that for you right now. (coughs) Yeah, so what do you think of that?
1: Okay, I just got goosebumps. It's so creepy. It's it because it sounds like I was expecting something completely different. I expected mm-hmm. like hearing talking. It almost sounds like two people yelling. It sound to me, initially, it sounded like a guy
0: yelling for help while drowning. And I was like, okay. well, it's Minnesota. There's like forty million thousand lakes there. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But then, but then I was like, wait a minute. There was no splashing. Sound. So I was like, that doesn't make sense. So it's kinda like I mean, obviously it's not, but it sounds like a Wookiee like screaming, like a like a monster or something. Like it's so it's so bizarre. I cannot figure it out.
1: It almost sounds like the first person's like, da da and then there's like somebody talking luh, 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 and then it's like Kind of cuts out it sounds like two different people to me and, and that's what's weird about it. it's still sounding like almost both of them are underwater It almost sounds like the phone's underwater so some people did speculate that maybe his phone
0: was in his pocket and he was being drowned mm-hmm. like someone was holding him underwater but I just don't understand why I don't there's hear no any splashing. splashing it's maybe there's an explanation for that but it it's it does sound like the phone is distorted a little bit because uh-huh. of that weird like wookie sound. It's just but it such doesn't even
1: sound like it would when it's in a pocket, because it's like, yeah. like, it's like.
0: I don't know. Oh, that's so weird. So many questions about that. Anyway. So here's a quote from Kareen. She says, quote, he was walking and his cell phone called me and he made a noise as if he was hurt and his cell phone went off. And that was the last time I heard of him, unquote. Henry's cell phone was disconnected shortly after that voicemail was left, but it pinged off a cell tower near the corner of Creekview Park in New Brighton, which was four miles east of the gas station in Fridley, where he was allegedly dropped off.
1: So, i sorry, can we just,
0: you go first, you go first.
1: So here's my kind of theory that I'm kind of thinking. I wonder if maybe his phone was dropped kind of near water, so it was splashing on it, or like at least it was partially underwater, and that's Mm -hmm. why it disconnected right after is because the phone died from being underwater. I mean, that makes
0: sense that that would be the reason why the phone would disconnect. I could see that, but I don't... I'm like, I need an explanation as to why there was no splashing. Like maybe it just didn't pick it up? I don't know. I don't
1: understand. So I was thinking if maybe the phone fell into the water after he started calling... Maybe splashing sounds different on a phone. I don't know.
0: I Quick, like call it. me from the bathroom and splash some water. <laughs> I don't know, though. Yeah, it's it's it just makes you sit and think. It's really just, anyway. So what I was going to say is, uh, so he his phone pinged off that tower in New Brighton, which is four miles east of the gas station where he was dropped off. So let's just take a minute. Mm-hmm his phone pinged right after the call disconnected all right so that was around 2 30 in the morning because like the call she said the call went through at 2 23 mm-hmm. so like you know around 2 30 let's say four miles in 30 minutes can you walk th- four miles in 30 minutes
1: it almost sounds like he got freaking like kidnapped from the gas picked station, up, right? Yeah, it sounds
0: like there's no way he could have walked that far because, also, please remember, he was plastered. Can you walk four miles in thirty minutes while completely drunk? I don't think so. I, can, I can't even I do can that. Think not drunk. That
1: I would when I'm while I'm still drunk. I'd be like, I just walked fucking four miles, and they'd be like, No, no, you didn't, honey.
0: You just, <laughs> no, you didn't. You just crawled from the kitchen you to the couch. <laughs> Um, All right, so (laughs) that's super bizarre to me. Uh, That's really weird. Henry's brother, his name is Tim, he filed a missing persons case for him almost immediately. The whole town, uh, the whole town concerned, the whole town searched for him, but it seemed like a full grown man had just absolutely disappeared and no one knew why. Two months later, so this is now November 2nd, Henry's body was discovered by some kayakers in Rush Lake in New Brighton, four miles east of the gas station where he was dropped off. So very, very pretty much right where his phone pinged off. Mm -hmm. So they assume he died where that phone call was made or that phone call was made as he was dying or as he was being attacked Mm -hmm. or, you know, obviously it sounded like he's screaming for help. Right. Yeah. To me, it sounds like he's saying help me to me listening to that very closely. Um, So that's yeah, that's where they found his body. Even though the pocket dial stated he had been shot, there were no gunshot wounds on his body. In fact, there were no injuries of any kind on him. Odd, since the pocket dial sounded like something very painful was happening to him. With no other evidence, the coroner ruled his death an accidental drowning. So what I thought was interesting is that no matter how hard I looked, I didn't get a description of how the body looked. As in, I don't know if the body was in the water for two months Or if it had just been dumped there recently. I could not find that information. But from context clues, it sounded like he had been in there for two months. And to me, I'm like, that's a lot of time to be in the water. How can you tell that there's no gunshot wound on him? Or how can you tell there's... I'm sure there's probably a really obvious way to find that out. But to me, I'm like, there. I don't know. It it must have been hard to look at that body after two months in the water. It must have been pretty disintegrated, I guess, by that point. But... Maybe not. I don't know what the the body looked like at that point.
1: To me, it almost sounded like I said, like, stop, please. Yeah, so
0: there, the news reports say that there's somebody that says stop it in the recording. I don't hear it at all, but I'm glad you brought that up because the whole recording has never been released. Never. And that's beyond frustrating to me because, it's like, what if somebody recognizes something? But that's not the whole recording that we heard. That's mm-hmm. just the clearest, longest Clip of it that we have been that's been released. So there is a part of the the recording that has not been released. And I'm assuming that that part is the part that says stop it,
1: mm-hmm. which is weird. Well, it sounded like there are two people talking. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Like to me, because they're like two totally different tones. So I wonder if maybe they thought that the second guy was saying stop or something. Hmm. There's a lot of theories. Mm hmm. And when it comes to who
0: said stop it, there's theories that say that Henry said it himself to himself, that Henry said it to somebody else, that somebody else said it to Henry, that somebody else said it to somebody else that was hurting Henry. There's a lot of theories. It's frustrating. But it's frustrating that we don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if we ever will know.
1: Um, I don't know why they wouldn't release everything else.
0: I don't either. Nobody, Nobody has figured out why they won't release the whole thing. And I, I, according to what they said, he's yelling and he's screaming and he's saying, like, help me. And, and this crazy monster sound is, like, in the background. which Yeah, is it's beyond weird. It,
1: like, it really does to me sound like two different people.
0: And then apparently there's, like, they just, everything just stops. And then there's silence. And then somebody says, stop it. And I'm like, that's weird. That's so weird. I don't get that. <laughs> Um, investigators didn't rule out suicide since Henry had apparently been having personal problems lately like a bounced rent check and a bad performance review at work they also thought it was possible that he had stumbled into the lake drunk and drowned which to be honest was everybody's first thought because it makes sense when you don't take into account that phone call basically Mm -hmm. makes the most sense without that phone call but then you put that in and you're like uh what explains this um The police chief said that the manner of death could have been homicide or suicide, that they don't currently have an answer, and that they accept the medical examiner's autopsy report. The sounds on the phone call are still unexplained. His real cause of death is still unknown. Family and friends insist that he would never do this on his own. They insist he had been murdered, and they demand justice. A police statement released on November 3rd states, at this time, the death does not appear to be suspicious, I'm sorry, how what? Was that not suspicious? I'm sorry. But the cause of death is still undetermined pending toxicology result. This angered the Liberian community because there apparently was a very big Liberian community there where they were all friends. Um, it angered them because, or and the family members, because at the vigil, many had asked how McCabe could have possibly walked from a gas station in Fridley to be found dead in Rush Lake in New Brighton. Based on where his cell phone was last pinged, this would mean he had to walk four miles in about thirty minutes while drunk, which is what I said earlier. So his family's like, nope, no, he was he was definitely murdered. He would never do this on his own. He would never commit suicide. We know him. And um, what I thought was interesting about this is that it's it's clearly here. Like there was an account that the uh, the police re- released that said that there was a pending toxicology result. And a lot of people were like, maybe he was on drugs. Maybe he, you know, like took a bad hit of something and like just mm-hmm. flipped out. And that's what we heard on the phone call, which to be honest, I could see it. Like he, his family said he didn't do drugs, mm-hmm. but I could see him like if he did it once and just flipped out because it's not unheard of. But guess what? what? The results of the toxicology result have never been released. We never, we never heard about anything else. It's so weird that they're not releasing so much of it. I assume, I assume because it's an ongoing investigation, quote unquote, that that's why they're not releasing stuff because Mm -hmm. it's going to. There's a there's a theory that I have that's at the very, very end that I think explains some of this. But I Mm -hmm. agree. It is really weird that I can't find a lot of the information I'm looking for because I feel like that would be such an unbelievably important like point. Mm-hmm. Did he have drugs in his system or not? What kind of drugs did he have if he did, and how much and could that be the cause of his death? Like we have no idea. Frustrating. Um the last pings from McCabe's cell phone suggest that he was in Creekview Park, which is about two miles from the gas station in the direction of Moundsview where he lived. So the whole like map of this whole area, very confusing. From what I can understand, he was at a gas station and then his phone pinged off of a cell tower that was two miles away from that gas station. But then where his body was found was two miles from that. But that's confusing because I thought his body was found right where that ping happened. Mm -hmm. So I never could figure out that discrepancy. But what I did find out is that even his family... Found it odd that he ended up so far from where he was dropped off. So that's the main issue: mm-hmm. is that how did he get there? Kind of a thing. It just doesn't it doesn't add up that he got all the way over there, and uh, his phone was pinging. According to this, at least at least two miles away, if not more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, assuming that he made the call that pinged at 2:23 a.m. from that area. As no further calls to his cell phone were returned, how did he then end up in Rush Lake, which is another mile and a half away? So that makes sense. Rush Lake is a mile and a half away from where his cell phone pinged. It sounds like. Does that oh, make sense? Yeah, that okay. makes sense. It's very confusing, and I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. There's no, a no, lot no, you're of information good.
1: that's like not, not. It's kind of like fuzzy. Yeah, almost. That's the problem I was having with the last story too. Is like all these websites told <sighs> us different things, and I'm like, what the hell? I even read.
0: I, I read every article I'd like, get my hands on. I read an article, a couple articles that was written by the police chief himself and was still confused. It's very frustrating. Um, so, yeah. How would he have also gotten from the gas station to Creekview Park in roughly 20 minutes on foot? So that's like, he dropped him off at this gas station. And then the phone pinged 20 about 20 minutes later at, 20, at uh, 2.23 when he made that call. But the, where it pinged was what two miles away so so something that's kind of weird to me had to have been driven there why did his friend drop him off at the gas station i was waiting for you to ask that thank you that is like the first question people have
1: you wouldn't leave your friend there and if he had said that he was waiting for somebody that would have been in the story too he would have exactly he said that it makes
0: no sense it wasn't just a random stranger that dropped him off it was a friend that dropped off his drunk ass at a gas station at 2 a.m. away from his home. I would have like waited with him there. Like, what you either wait the with them or you drop them off at home when they're that way. wasted. Yeah. You do not drop them off in the middle of nowhere when they're the trash drunk. Yeah, at 2 a.m. It doesn't make any sense, and that is so bizarre to me. That makes no sense, and this it never make will sense to me. But in that same vein. They do not seem to question his friends or suspect them very much at all ever. They say that at first they were suspicious I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna get into it. But in my opinion, I think that they like were they questioned him for like negative five seconds and were like, Oh, you're good. I'm like, that's that, that they don't seem what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. They believe someone brought him to that location where he died. They meaning everybody, literally. Mm-hmm. David Singleton of the police community said that things, thinks, sorry, thinks. I you're wrote fine. this so weird. No, you. fine. <sighs> David Singleton of the police community. <laughs> that's why. God, I wrote it like that because I didn't know what it was called. The like the community police thing it had like uh-huh. a name, so I wrote the police community thing. <laughs> <laughs> So David Singleton of the police community thing says, based on the info that they have, they don't think that he was brought to the lake on his own free will. So take that as you will. Mm -hmm. That's what it said. Um, I have a quote here from his Liberian community friends in that area. They say, quote, we Liberians have a tradition. No grown up person will walk into that place and kill himself. Said Han, Jackson, George, Liberia's acting counsel general in Minnesota. From the consulate and embassy's point of view, we're not going to close this case until justice is done. So they're like straight up like, nah, he did not kill himself. We're going to figure this out. Police were first suspicious of William. All right. Makes sense. The guy who dropped him off. Mm mm-hmm because they were looking at the surveillance footage from the Super America gas station, and they didn't see him dropping Henry off, like he said. Oh. After this, William was like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, It was another gas station. I'm like, "Okay, William, all right. But yeah, that's what he said. He was like, no, sorry, it was a different gas station. You'll see. He got the location wrong, and so the police were then able to find the footage of him dropping Henry off at a holiday gas station two miles away from the Super America that he thought now I'm gonna try my hardest by devil's advocate here and say that both of the gas stations' logos are the same color, and I could kind of maybe see how you could get them confused mm-hmm. if you were driving drunk like a fucking asshole. So maybe he was. They were probably all trash. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. People. Um, <laughs> can't. Like, I can't. Don't drink and drive. It's y'all. the worst. It's the worst. Um, <laughs> William also had Henry's keys in his possession after dropping him off, even though Henry would need those to get into his house. So William's got his keys, and Calvin has his wallet. Calvin's not even with them anymore, and Henry's like, okay, or sorry. <laughs> William is like, okay, hey, bye, Henry, see ya, and just has his keys in his pocket, like, okay, you got everything? I'm sure you do. Goodbye.
1: All right. It's, we, it's weird it's so weird like, the wallet thing i can maybe understand that you took it and just forgot to give it back yeah absolutely thinking but the keys i feel like you feel those a little bit more in your pocket when you're dropping your friend off you want to make sure that they're like they're good it so sounds like,
0: like he like pulled station. up to the gas station and was like okay bye and he jumps out and is like okay speeds off
1: like and i feel like i would henry go back out. if i still had the keys I'd be like, dude oh, shit. i don't get it because
0: henry gets out like he must have been really wasted because he gets out has no keys and no wallet and is just like, L-l-l-l-l-l. like, <laughs> like just gets out. Like, that makes What's sense. he gonna get at the gas station? He doesn't have a wallet. Know. I assume he had to have been meeting somebody, but maybe he didn't tell anyone because if he wanted to be dropped off at the gas station to buy something, he would have probably noticed on the way that he did not have his wallet. Mm-hmm. But he never said why he wanted dropped off there. And William never said anything.
1: Because I was gonna say, like playing, like just playing around. Mm -hmm. Maybe he went to like buy drugs or something, and then that. Some people thought that. But the thing is, you would notice that you don't have your wallet if you're buying drugs. Exactly.
0: It's very odd.
1: Does it show him like coming out out of his own will?
0: So. All we, all the information we have is that there is surveillance of him being dropped off by William at the gas station. Period. That's it. No other information about him coming out. No information about like the timestamp on that video. Nothing. It's so weird that I could not find any more information on that. I'm like, over here dying in my armchair detectiveness, trying to figure things out. And I'm like, I need more information as this 28 year old girl from Arizona. doing I'm right? gonna find out. We're gonna this figure Minnesotan this out. In case. I need it.
1: Oh my God. Fly out to Minnesota, I figured it out. <laughs> guys, 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 you're all idiots. No. <laughs> I didn't even have nearly as much evidence or things to go off of, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, a lot of questions, obviously. Why did William still have Henry's house keys with him after dropping him off? Why did Henry ask to be dropped off at a gas station instead of his own home, especially because he didn't have his wallet or keys? why the fuck did Henry's friend drop him off absolutely plastered drunk at 2 a.m. anywhere but his own home? These are good questions we have laid out, I believe, right? Moving on. Calvin also turned over Henry's wallet, explaining that he had it because he took it to keep him from buying more drinks, as he was very intoxicated the night before. So there isn't much information on what the police asked the two friends, like I was saying. It just seems like... They didn't ask him much because the two friends were very forthcoming with information and didn't Mm -hmm. seem suspicious, I guess. They didn't have any other evidence that would make them suspicious of them, except for just the thought of, like, isn't it weird that you dropped your friend off? Which I'm sure they tried to figure that out, and they just couldn't find anything else. So they were like, all right, they're they're giving us. Well,
1: they're drunk. Maybe they just weren't thinking. But, like, even when you're drunk, I would never, like,
0: I don't know. It's just weird.
1: If you're drunk and you think that you're well enough to drive, which is never okay, you wouldn't do those things either. No, no, you wouldn't. Corrine um,
0: McCabe had been working with the Minnesota Community Police for the very beginning, but she cut ties with them eventually. Um, David Singleton from the um, the Minnesota Community Police, I'm just going to call it the MCP from now on because mm-hmm. it's, like, a lot to say. Yeah, I'm just a little um, She is, he says, quote, she is purposely withholding information and that we believe... This information could lead to the location and recovery of Henry McCabe. Now, I know he he was obviously found dead, but right after he disappeared, they were, like, searching everywhere for him.
1: And, like, I feel like you would have—it took two months. You would have Mm -hmm. seen the ping and everything, like— They they were talking about how they
0: they had search parties everywhere and Uh that he ended up somewhere that was— I think they said 40 meters away from where they were searching, which seems to always happen, you know. They were doing their best. I know they were looking, but it just sucks. Um, So, yeah, the police officer was like, hey, so she's withholding information that we think could lead to the location of this body. Uh, We feel like we have all been misled. We have an ethical and moral obligation to the community and to this organization to do the right thing, unquote. By contrast, Corrine McCabe says that she's being very truthful. She said she fired Minnesota community police and hired a new agency that fits better with her family's needs, whatever that means. Um, She said she has given information to Moundsview police that could help lead to her husband, which makes sense because Moundsview is where the cell phone pinged. So Mm -hmm. why would she, you know, it's, yeah, makes sense to me. Um, Corrine was ruled out as a suspect, too. There was was never really any suspicion around her because she was with her family out and. California, uh, there was a vigil that was held on November 7th, where the family and friends expressed their concerns over his suspicious death that, that came about on the 2nd. So, at this vigil is where everybody voiced their concerns about how they're pretty sure it was a murder, they mm-hmm. need justice, et cetera, et cetera. The Liberian community was like st- just angry beyond belief, and his family was angry, and everyone was just... This obviously was not a suicide, even Mm -hmm. though the police are ruling it as an accidental drowning. It was not an accident. How did he get here? There's so many things that don't line up. So I wrote out some possibilities and I kind of explained through them. So first one would be that he was on drugs. All right, that would account for the weird phone call so even though the police stated that they were waiting on the results of the toxicology report, the results have never been made public, so we have to just speculate on this. Friends and family say that he wasn't a drug user, however, you could argue that he may have recently started because he was having money issues and got a bad review at work recently. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was just getting into something and that's, you know, money issues. You could, you could argue it. But... We will never know because that stupid fucking toxicology report that... I mean, not that we will never know, but as the public, we don't so, know.
1: I have a theory just playing a role, I mm-hmm. guess, with the whole drug thing and yeah. then going off and having a thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe when they got the results, it said there was something in the system and the family didn't want it to be released. I mean, I, I guess... If the family doesn't want it released, then it it's not released, right? Yeah, just playing devil's advocate, so then yeah. they could still play, like, innocent, but really, you know what I That's mean? Interesting. They don't want to be... They don't want to publicize that. Yeah, they don't want to be like, oh, no, he was actually on drugs. They want it to rather... Yeah, because it
0: it's like something not, something like, else. I couldn't find anything that said, like, the toxicology report was clean. I just never... Especially if, never like, heard anything they about say that
1: with their, like beliefs and stuff you can't Uh commit suicide maybe they're just like i don't want anybody to think i could totally see it not saying that's like if they're listening i'm sorry i'm not not blaming you i know but it's it's a possibility i've never mm -hmm. thought of
0: that it's interesting um this one kind of ties in with the drug one but it's a little bit different um some people that live in that area say that there's a lot of like date rape that goes on in the area, which is like horrifying to just think of that you live in an area that where a lot of date rape happens. And I'm sorry if you live there. I just read this on the internet. I don't know. I'm just going off what people on the internet say. People on the internet never lie. I've been conditioned to think that there's nothing but truthful people
1: on the internet. (laughs) Such
0: lies. (laughs) But um, somebody was saying that maybe he got roofied, which is odd to me, but let's just go through every possibility here. Uh, somebody was saying that the way he acted on that phone call was very similar to people that have a GHB or a rohypnol overdose, which I thought was interesting. So I'm putting it in. Um, I, apparently, you can go on YouTube and like listen to people on those, which is something I never want to listen to. But I assume you can go there and it sounds sim- similar, according um, to these people. I
1: feel like I wouldn't. It'd be, it's so weird to have two different, like, almost two different voices coming out. I know. With that kind of a thing. I know. And, like, straight yelling. Like, there wasn't, like, a little, it was, like... To me, it really does sound like he was being attacked. hmm It doesn't sound like he's
0: in the middle of a drug craze, but then again, I really haven't been around that enough to know, so...
1: So, like, last weekend when I was... No, I'm kidding. My bored. <laughs> no. Last weekend when I just, like, stuffed myself full of GHB. <laughs> when I did all the drugs at once. <laughs> I sounded just like that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's horrible. Can we listen to the clip again? Yeah. I don't know if you can still play yeah, yeah. it. No, it's gone forever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He definitely, and I can't really make out much of this, but I can make out the beginning sounds like hello uh-huh. to me. And then you can, I'm, I'm like 99.9% sure you can hear him saying, please God help me. Almost 100% sure. Can you hear it?
1: It almost sounds like different than what I originally thought it no,
0: sounded like. It completely sounds like he's saying, please God help right. me. One more time. Listen, like it, I'm like, I'm. I would bet my life on that at this point.
1: He's like, please, God help me, like that kind of sound, to me. It's so weird because it sounds like there's so many different voices almost happening at the same time to me. Like, and it does kind of sound like, hey, at the very beginning. Yeah, the beginning sounds like almost like the person answering, like, hello. It's kind of what it sounds like. It almost sounds like hey, and then it just starts screaming, and it sounds like two people like screaming back s- and forth. S- so it almost many sounds like somebody's like freaking out, and the other person's mm-hmm. like, oh, like calm, calm down. down. But then the other one's like, ah, oh, like freaking out. Like that's what it sounds like to me.
0: He had to have been <sighs> in the middle of being killed because I, I'm just sorry. I just I, that ha- that's the one thing that I'm sure of, right there.
1: Because now that I'm thinking about drugs, like. C- could be like maybe he's like freaking out for like having like an episode. Maybe. I mean maybe. And it's like it's, trying to calm him. Yeah.
0: It's a possibility for sure. That's why I had to include it here in these these theories. But I'm just like I'm annoyed because yeah. I want to know so bad and I'm just, you know. Like, but he could have been murdered too, which is uh, <sighs> insane. Um, another one. Now this is gonna sound really out there, mm-hmm. but I have something to back it up. Aliens.
1: It's I did not, watch the fourth kind. It, it is not that like out that. there. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although, there are people on the internet that truly believe that it was Bigfoot. So, <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there.
1: Bigfoot's like, hey. And he's like, <laughs> ah! Bigfoot's like, calm down, man. It's okay. And he's like, ah. <laughs> Please God help me. <laughs> Please God help me. This fucking creature. Bigfoot's like, sorry. And then he like runs into the water to try to escape and then drowns. It's Absolutely. Drunk. Okay. That was that's the answer. That's All that's right. You guys, we solved it.
0: <laughs> so here we go. All right. Now I want you to just like hear all of this out. It's mm-hmm. a lot of information coming right. at you. But it's, to me, it was one of those things where I was like, initially I was like, yeah, that's that's probably like way too out there. And then when I heard what the police had to say, I was like, hmm. fucking what? Okay. I'm going to go into this last theory because mm-hmm. I feel like this, this is a portion that I feel like isn't talked about very often. Oh. What?
1: I just thought of something. What? What if he was the one telling somebody to calm down? What if he's the one who said hey and that's why he was like okay to make the phone call and he was like, Hey Maybe and then somebody was having like a freak out and then he was like, Uh calm down, like it's good like I feel like that's much less possible, but it's what? but it's still possible. I'm no, I mean it's it's a
0: it's a theory. I'm just trying to exhaust all of my no, ideas. No, I, I get it. Um, so, you're no, you're fine. This last theory is, it's interesting to me because, like I was saying, I don't think a lot of people that talk about this mm-hmm. story talk about this theory. Or at least they don't talk about the part where the police talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I was when I read through the article, at first I was like, wait, did the police really say this? This is like, kind of like look around me and I'm like, why isn't anybody else talking about this? This is incredibly important information mm-hmm. but I feel like nobody else puts it in as a theory because it's not talked about and I'm like hello is anybody fucking seeing the pol- the, pol- the I'm like pointing to it in my mind I'm like the police yeah. just said this why isn't anybody like freaking out about this and I was like what kind of what article am I looking at to make sure it's like correct mm-hmm. it was written by the police chief it was written by that um, that guy what was his name the dude the bro and the dude David Singleton it was written by him so I'm like okay so this is legit this is what the police said all right so I'm just gonna Mm
1: -hmm.
0: just gonna it's a lot of information like I said here we go other theory last theory would be that his death is somehow connected to the Liberian government and or has to do with the civil war that was going on in his home country this is an interesting theory because it seems to tie in with something the Minnesota Community Policing Services Special Investigation Committee stated about six months after Henry was found dead. Now, this next, there's four paragraphs coming up here, and they're all taken out of this article that David Singleton wrote. So I'm not going to like quote it or anything. I'm just going to read it all. But this is all in his words. Okay. Very interesting stuff here. Minnesota Community Policing Service's Special Investigation Committee, through testimony that currently is confidential, has learned that McCabe was a target of hatred and retaliation, and evidence has shown that McCabe was unaware of the extent to which he would be punished for his mistakes. The disappearance and death of McCabe was not a spur-of-the-moment decision. This was well thought out, contemplated, calculated, and finally executed. It wasn't carried out by just one individual. It only took a few. However, there are many individuals that have direct knowledge to the what, why, where, how, and certainly the who. They simply don't have the courage to come forward. They may eventually lead to legal implications and exposure for them. So through confidential means, our committee identified a key witness that we are calling a person of great interest and believe was willing to provide testimony that would have more than likely resulted in a referral for criminal charges in this case. However, I just recently learned that this person of interest is dead. Upon further inquiry, I have learned that this person went missing under suspicious circumstances, and after 120 days was found dead in the water, cause of death undetermined. Sound familiar? The Special Investigations Committee has now opened an independent investigation into the disappearance and death of this person of interest because we believe that there is a connection to the disappearance and death of McCabe. Minnesota Community Policing Services has offered a $5,000 reward for any credible information that leads to the arrest and conviction of those involved in the disappearance and death of McCabe. The end. I just got all the freaking goosebumps. Is that not like the most important fucking information you've I ever wonder heard? If
1: that's why he wanted to go to the gas station, he's supposed to meet somebody there. Or and he and it doesn't the pay phone and or, it like, okay, okay. call someone. Maybe, but again, I'm I'm jumping to house. conclusions <gasps> because
0: they don't say that it has any connection to the Liberian government. But I could see how it's tied in. If I could see it, not saying it is, but if there's like a bunch of people that wanted him. Like, punished for something for his mistakes? What mistakes? Yeah. What's happening? No other information. I'm beyond frustrated. When I read that, I was, like, about to throw my computer across the room. And I'm sorry, but all the speculating of people online, forums and stuff, I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? Why is nobody talking about this? I I, I feel like I'm missing something, you know? That's so blatant, is it not?
1: I wonder if, like... Because that sounds like it could really be. But I wish we could hear everything or like see what no. happened at the gas station. But I wonder if maybe I that's know. why he didn't care about his wallet or his keys. Is maybe he was too scared to go home? I wonder if maybe he knew somebody might have been looking for him or something. Because why very would you be adamant about if not he going was home. scared
0: about being like killed? Let's say why would you want to be dropped off at a gas station drunk at two a.m. with no nothing on you?
1: Maybe he was thinking like it would be safer at the gas station because there's other people. So he wouldn't be alone. He would be like around people. I guess.
0: I wonder who the person of interest was that died. I just, I'm speechless about that. I just really don't know. And it's so frustrating to me. But it's like, that is the route where everyone needs to be looking. Instead of people being like, well, maybe he met up with a drug dealer. It's like,
1: no, obviously he didn't because the Mm -hmm. police are saying this. Right? Yeah, that's like a big deal. It's a huge deal. And that they died in, like, the same way? It's yeah. creepy.
0: It's like, yeah, it, it's almost like everybody's guessing and guessing and guessing, and then there's, like, a big red flag over here that no one's paying attention to. It's very bizarre to me.
1: And it makes me wonder, because they don't say if that body was left in the water that long, or right. if it was dumped. I wonder They if don't maybe explain they, what like... the body
0: looked like when they found it, besides yeah. there not being a bullet wound or any, like, trauma, I guess, on it.
1: It makes me wonder if maybe even, like, that thing with his phone is maybe his phone fell out. And my my okay, this just there. Maybe his phone fell out near the water. That's why it sounds underwater. And maybe he was getting mm-hmm. kidnapped into the car more, or he's mm-hmm. trying to get out. And maybe mm-hmm. his phone fell out when he was trying to get out. Mm. And then I wonder if maybe if the body wasn't in the water. Sometime I wonder if they take him somewhere for like questioning. And then after I mean, it's two possible. Three months, like right? the other guy was three months. Maybe that's when they dump the body. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe. I mean, definitely. It's it's just. It's one
0: of those cases where I go crazy because there's not enough information for me to obsess over. So I just obsess in a circle. Just like, what do Mm -hmm. I do? You know, like there's this creepy ass voicemail. Maybe there is a totally benign reason for this. But then I see what the police wrote about there being a person of interest for, I'm sorry, it says the extent to which he'd be punished for his mistakes he sounds like a perfectly good guy. With what everyone said, what mistakes are there? The only issues in his life that we found out were that he had a bounced rent check, so he was having money issues, and he had a bad performance review at work. So something was probably going on. But, but if that
1: just happened, and his like wife and kids were out of town, maybe uh-huh. he was just having a hard time with them being gone. It could be a million different things. We have no idea. And we don't know how long they were even gone, which is frustrating too. Yeah, or being upset like the freaking mother in law is sick.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just so many questions. But that is that is the case of Henry
1: McCabe, right there. So crazy. Mm-hmm. My mind is just like right erasing. Like I there's not even like a noise for that. It's just like Ugh. oh god, it's so
0: crazy. Oh My god, that's so weird. Yeah. So have fun thinking about that for the next like eighty days.
1: I know, right? Here you go, guys. Time for your nightmares. Everyone needs to do some research. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. There's, mm-hmm. like, so many theories, but that last one definitely, like, the fact that the police said that. Right. That's so weird that nobody else is looking into that. I I mean, I,
0: I've i heard a podcast on this before, but I, it was a while ago, and it was so long ago that I can't even remember what podcast it was. I might have been Generation Y, but... Um, I don't think that they mentioned this. I could be wrong. They might have, and I just totally don't remember it. But every article I read where every article and every forum I went to, nobody mentioned it.
1: I wonder if except maybe it's just like at the initial like, oh, it's the Liberian like, government. And you're just like mm-hmm. shut it down instead of like looking at the evidence. I don't know, because I mean,
0: if this was written by David Singleton himself, it's kind of like I feel like everybody would just be talking about that immediately Yeah. instead of like guessing about That's yeah hard. yeah but I feel like his friends are questionable in general like Calvin yeah. and William I'm like what, is you, what are you guys up to <laughs> uh,
1: Calvin I might be able to understand but William, the, Williams, though, the like, William why did you just I would never drop out like drop off Even if I, I had... would at least ask my friend why he wanted
0: to be dropped off and get an answer out of him which apparently he didn't ask him why and didn't get an answer about it
1: yeah, and didn't give him his keys, so he obviously didn't. <laughs> Good get luck. That. Didn't say, hey, you know, your wallet. What are you gonna do at the gas station without a wallet? you an idiot. <sighs> oh my god, people. Because I can see Calva being like, no, he's William's not gonna drop him off at the gas station. He's probably gonna take him home. Yeah,
0: and he apparently was. At, I always want to say some kind of impaired that night to not remember
1: which gas station it was. But I feel bad, too, because I'm sure William, if if he, like, is innocent, which he probably is, probably feels like a complete, like, guilt. Yeah, I could see that. Like, where he's just, like...
0: It's hard because there's not enough information on here that the speculations are kind of going, like, crazy out of control. We just have no idea. But anyway... um, Joy and I are going to watch the Ted Bundy
1: Netflix documentary. Y'all, I'm this. so pumped. I'm so excited. And the, oh my God, extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile. Yo, I didn't even you have my phone it. here. It's probably wrong. But it's <laughs> wrong. The trailer came out, I think today or yesterday, and it looks so good. And I'm so pumped. And yeah, yeah Ted Bundy. Did they say really when it comes out in theaters? I'm sorry. I didn't. He's a attention. bad guy. But I still like him. But he's bad. So Wait, Ted like Bundy's
0: like bad? That. I had no idea.
1: Okay, y'all, spoiler alert. (laughs) Ted Bundy's a serial killer. (laughs) What? Sorry to ruin the movie that's based on a real guy, but, like, he's a serial killer. He's not my favorite because he killed people. His story is just fucking insane. It's pretty crazy. I mean, I pretty much ruined it that last stream, but maybe they'll go off. (laughs) I'm
0: super, super excited to watch that with you, though. I know we've been waiting for it for, like, since what last time we recorded or something i, I
1: literally <laughs> so last night i texted her and i'm like are you almost done with your story because let's record tonight since mm-hmm. that ted bundy thing came out tonight and i can't wait but i was like I how about work. no because i'm not even close <laughs> <laughs> i always wait till the last minute too <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right so yeah anything else you want to say oh i didn't look to see if we had any reviews reviews let's i don't if even we know. have any
1: reviews We're and thank you guys wonderful. for tuning in another week and hanging out where is your phone
0: I don't know I'm looking on my computer instead (laughs) I'm not handling I'm just not about waiting Um, (gasps) thank you guys for
1: tuning in another week and hanging out and I'm excited for rating
0: and subscribing and following us on social media
1: please follow our Twitter and our Instagram and that is not a dream pod correct there you go (laughs) <laughs>
0: um, here we go. All right. Ooh, look at
1: us. Ooh, the popularity levels on here. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> um, here we go. Episode. That's the podcast. Here we go. Probably this is not, not a dream. dream. We have 22 reviews. I love how you have really? a parental 22? advisory
1: sticker on our thing. Well, I had, <laughs> I had to do that.
0: I had to because
1: if there's any swearing, you have to. Yeah, we swear. All I mean, right, let's see. I don't fucking swear but I know Heather does over there. Okay. Nope. Nothing oh, new. Wait. I love that we said parental advisory because of the swearing, not because of the rape or the <laughs> no, murder. No. No. Don't <laughs> listen. What? That is the reason why I had to put a
0: <gasps> advisory warning on there. If it, if we didn't swear, I would not have to. It's crazy. That's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it's so crazy.
1: Darn. We don't have any new ones. We have twenty-two. That's good. Hopefully no new all ones. Five stars.
0: Yeah. Everything is twenty-two reviews. Five stars. We've been we're, we're killing guys. it. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah so everybody have a good I almost said everybody have a good life it
1: everybody sounds have so a good life we'll never bye. see you again final so episode mean. no I'm kidding no we're coming back <laughs> yeah. whether you want us to or not do you know what you're gonna do next week do you have any I idea I have some ideas but now I have more ideas awesome and I'm so I'm excited. a little overwhelmed I don't think I'm gonna do Ted Bundy yet not yet no, I'm okay not I'm so excited to
0: see this documentary because oh it's God. not just like a regular it's we know so much about him but these are like unaired audio tapes from him on death row it's so creepy i'm in i'm just here
1: for it i'm ready oh, i'm so ready all right thank you guys again thank you thank you for listening hopefully you guys don't have nightmares hopefully you guys <laughs> get over this after 80 days <laughs> if not blame heather thanks and yeah uh we'll see you next week hopefully bye <laughs> goodbye goodbye